What up, dude? What up? Yo, yo. What's up, homie? Nothing. What's up with you? Not much. Same shit, man. Just, uh, you know, chilling, doing the damn thing. Doing the damn thing. Yeah. Me too, bro. Me freaking too. I'm ready for this happy today. I feel Same. like we haven't done one of these in a while. No, I know it's been quite some time. Uh, we're gonna do our top five bangers of the month. Over the month. Uh, little little switch up here. We're uh, not gonna have Nick on. Yeah. Nick, Nick has been fired. Get out of here. Yeah. So we've replaced him with a pretty magical person, if I do say so myself. Don't you think? Oh, you asking me? I'm burping. Yeah. So that's all right. He's beautiful. Uh, some people call him Tim. I don't know what other people call him, but think, we call him. I think they call him Time. We call him Tim. Hopefully, people got my uh, Monty Python reference there. I didn't. You didn't no. when they're when they're fighting the rabbit. Oh no no no! It's the uh, the guy on the bridge, and he's like, um, he's like, "What is your name?" And he's like, "Some people call me Tim." By what name are you known? There are some who call me. Tim, greetings, Tim the Enchanter. Greetings. Tim. <laughs> no, I, I don't remember Tim, that part. Tim I the Enchanter. The, when he's like, asking, he's like, I'll cut your, I'll cut, I'll fight you with one arm. Oh yeah, that. No, this was after that, towards the end, and he's uh, he's like asking him like he's like I'm gonna ask you three questions, and he's like, what is your favorite color? And like want the answer <laughs> and stuff, but it, uh, when they meet him, he's like, some people call me Tim. <laughs> So, fun. so so yeah we're gonna yeah. have tim on <laughs> tim the uh the drummer from our friends in calling all captains is oh. replacing nick this month because nick is off on tour with Beartooth, doing the damn thing um so yeah we hit up tim and we we're like hey man why don't you come on and he was like i would love to that sounds fantastic and That's i think verbatim. i hear someone knocking right now Oh shit! You hear that? Is that him? The man, the myth, the legend. I think the legend, man, the myth, man is missing his way into this podcast. Oh shit! I think we should let's, fly him on over. Yeah, let's open let him that in. door. Let's open yeah, that door, buddy. Let's do it. All right, here goes nothing. I'm gonna get naked. I don't know about you. I'll get naked for everybody. There he is. Hey. Hey, fellas. What's up, man? Oh, you know, just hanging out. How you guys doing? Not bad. How are you? Doing all right. Nice. Nice. Sweet, sweet. So how was your day, man? And thank you for coming on, bro. <laughs> uh, no, man, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate you working around my, my crazy schedule. <laughs> I forgot about the uh, the time difference at first. You guys are like 17 hours ahead or something. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good, man. I we, Like I said, um, appreciate you coming on, and uh, we're ready to rock and roll with this pod. Appreciate the, any time you got. But uh, first and foremost, um, 
How the fuck's going? How is everything going on with the the caps, bro? Things are good, man. We're uh, like we're mid mid release for the for the album cycle. Hell yeah. uh, just last week, right, man. This week we mm-hmm. announced uh, October 29th, the full length album is going to drop. And uh, yeah, I think it was Wednesday or Tuesday we put out "Wasted," the uh, the third single from the album. Oh yeah. So we're yes. stoked. Like things are things are moving. We're excited. Yeah, same here. We are uh, we are very excited for you guys. It's been Thank a long you. time coming. Yeah. yeah, it's been too long, man. We put on that EP <laughs> years ago. We've been, uh, we've been working hard to get a full length out, but you know, the past couple of years were a little wonky, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But it's happening now. Yep. So. Hell yeah. No, it looks sick, and the songs, every single you guys are dropping is ridiculous. And then the merch drop you guys had was like the pre-order stuff. Like, you bet your ass we got some of that. That shit looks fire. I got the long sleeve pre-ordered. Damn, that thing's nice looking. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hell yeah, man. Um, So we're doing um, our top five bangers of the month. Were you able to come up with five songs? I got five tracks. Yeah. Hey, all right. All right. Hell yeah. Technically, one of them came out a few years ago, but I discovered it yesterday. So I'm just going to sneak it in there. That's okay. Oh, it's all good, man. Hell yeah. I got shit from like 2004 on here and everything. So we're making it work, dude. Nice. Hell yeah. So usually how we do this is we just kind of go one for one. Like, you'll go, I go, Batch goes. And then we just, if we want to talk about it, we get into depth. If not, whatever. We can literally just be like, I like the song. Cool. Let's keep moving. So it's nice. pretty easy. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. Sweet. Cool. Who, uh, do, who wants to start it out? We want to do... Uh, we'll let Tim start it out. Have Tim, Timmy start Yeah, the here? guest started out. I, yeah, I can start this off. Uh, Let's go. This song... Luke actually showed me this song yesterday and like Luke, the singer from captains, he's uh he's like my source of all the new music. Cause right. I, I'm, I'm getting old. I'm not hip. I'm not very with it. <laughs> I'm not caught up on the new fresh stuff, but Luke, Luke is in it. So Luke knows what's new and what's good. Have you guys heard of Eskimo Callboy? I think Luke mentioned it once or twice. I've heard it from him. Yeah. I had so, no idea. So, the, yeah, the band is called Eskimo Callboy. I'm just going to pull it up here. I got some tabs open. Eskimo Callboy. And the name of the track is We Got the Moves. Wine, yeah, that's all that we need. We got the moves. We got the moves. Then everybody's like, oh, fuck, yeah. That's the way to go. We got the moves. We got the moves. When everybody's like, yes, and Oh, my God. Whoa, that's the... screaming in that? Dude, that's screaming. Like, what I love about this track is, like, it just crosses so many like genre boundaries you know like it it's it starts off almost like an edm like rave track mm-hmm. and then the pre-chorus the guy starts like getting rasp in there and by the chorus it's just like it's almost like rave metal that's what we were calling it Bro. but like <laughs> combined with the video and everything i just think it's like super unique sound you know yeah like his hair uh, is insane yeah you, you see the haircut <laughs> that the mushroom video? is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous this dude's oh looking like Lord. a freaking tiktok viral guy yeah <laughs> By the end of the video, everyone's got that haircut, and it's just hilarious. That is freaking awesome. Does he actually rock that all the time, or? You know, it's funny. I have no idea. I think it was like a shtick for the video, but yeah. they really followed through with the concept. Like, <laughs> by the end of the video, there's like a hundred people in a room rocking out, and they all got that mushroom haircut. Oh, it just reminds it reminds me of the '90s. You know, like I'm pretty sure I had one of those haircuts when I was like seven. <laughs> Like cut. <laughs> I think we all did. I think we all did. <laughs> yeah, we definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> Damn. 
Yeah, that's some crazy shit. And I wouldn't expect that. I'm just looking at the video now. I wouldn't expect that to come out of him. It, like, right. I, I know that's probably not what he actually, like, rocks all the time. But that fucking yeah. shit is crazy. Yeah, and I just think it's a, it's just a cool mix of genres. And, I, you know, I've always liked bands who, like, they, they infuse a little bit of humor in everything they do. And mm-hmm. this band, like, they're talented. They write great music, but they're funny. They're funny as hell. So hell yeah. I dig it. Damn, that's cool. And what is this? Is this the one you said that uh, Luke just showed you? Or is this one yeah. that you've already? Okay, this is the one. All right. Yeah, Luke showed me yesterday and I was like, who the hell is this? Hell, <laughs> who the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Sweet. Well, I'll get into mine then. Uh, my first song is going to be a song I hope you all know, which I'm pretty sure you all know. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Blink-182, the song Always. Oh, okay. Dude, it's just I don't have like a whole reason why, like of how or why I chose this song. It just came up on my like recent, like I was listening to my mixes, came on. And I was like, damn, I haven't heard this song in a while. Because I haven't really been listening to the self-titled track at all. I've been listening to, like, the older tracks because we've been doing, like, uh, the breakdowns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this song came on, and I was like, I'm just keeping this on. I played it, like, three or four times, and I was like, that's going on. I f- this song's just so fucking good. In the music video, I can't tell if I hate how they did it or made it amazing. And it's just so – it's so crazy how they cut it and configured all the different bodies together. And I feel like this is another great drumming track from uh, – Travis Barker without people actually realizing it. Yeah. Travis is a god. Travis is the goat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially for pop punk drummers. Like I remember like coming up playing shows, like every single drummer you'd meet, Travis Barker would be in their influences, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Maybe not the maybe not the main influences, but like everybody picked up some stuff from Travis. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you gotta you got to have something from Travis in there if you're a drummer. Yeah. And who, yeah, man, uh, the, the intro, the intro to always, it has that like, like he's playing on the rim of the tom and it's almost like a little bit of a solo. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's man. Just so many cool little like melodic ideas coming out of that guy. Absolutely. It was yeah. cool. Cause I was, I'm reading this thing online right now. I'll just read it out to you guys. Uh, Mark said that this is a total 80 song. At the outro, there are four bass guitars being played, a Fender bass, um, a Fender precision bass doing two different things, and a Roland synth bass. That sounds like a keyboard. One of the things I love best about the song is Travis's percussion using the kabasa as an accent before the snare hit, which I honestly didn't know that. And then Travis follows up by saying, always I was thinking missing persons, so we recorded everything super dry and 80s feeling. The symbols are on top of each other. The cool keyboard is is in the outro. There's a really fast tambourine in the choruses. I think anyone can love this song. It's a simple song. Shit. I thought that was pretty freaking cool because I didn't know I didn't know that, but that's pretty sick. No, like when you mention it, I'm like, what? Like hearing it in my head, I'm like, oh my god, that is in there. Like fuck. Yeah, love that track. Hell yeah. So speaking of drumming influences who are some of yours just while we're on that Ooh, good question you know i i think like the first band i ever really loved was green day so yeah like trey cool definitely kind of set the foundation right mm-hmm. it's like the way he approaches songs he wasn't as uh 
he wasn't as like melodic as Travis. He was more of a he called, like meat and potatoes kind of drummer. You know, yes. he, he, he really just laid down the beat, laid down the foundation. But the way, the way Trey would work with Mike Dirt and, and Billy Joe, like obviously like crashing on the chord changes. Um, I remember, you guys remember Nimrod? Like came out oh, right, yeah. after, oh, yeah. right after oh, Insomniac. Yeah. There yep. were so many cool different feels on the drums in that album. Um, like he, he started off some songs with like Tom stuff. Sometimes yep. he had like ska beats happening. Um, but the whole thing, it had a pop punk vibe. But Trey really brought in a lot of different genres with the influence, I think. But yeah, yeah Trey, Trey, yeah, Trey Cool got things going. Yeah. He's uh I feel like he's one of the more underrated drummers in the game. Yeah. Like people like everyone talks about like Travis and like Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters and all these other guys, and then they're like, Oh yeah, and then Trey Cool's pretty good. Because we were talking about Dookie last week, we broke Dookie down, and we were like, the drums on this album are so fucking good. Like yeah. in Basket Case, like the way he just goes, like you said, just like meat and potatoes. Like it's not as like, I guess not as technically sound as like Travis, but like just hammers away at him, and it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Trey Trey always reminded me of like Ringo Starr from the Beatles, right? Mm. Um. Just everything he did made the song sound better, right? Yeah, he, yeah. The, just the way he wrote, he wasn't always in the forefront. He was kind of like in the background, but he was a, he's a songwriter drummer, right? And those kind of drummers, they just make the songs they're on sound better. And so Absolutely. I've always tried to bring in a little bit of Trey into everything I do, you know? Yeah. 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 And obviously, like, Trey Cool led really naturally into Travis Barker. Like, mm-hmm. if, you, if, you listen, if you listen to Green Day, early, mid-90s, Blink was just like the logical next step, mm. right? Like pounding drums, three piece. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, well, that's good. That's I wanted to get that out of the way. Find that out from you. Mm-hmm. So, my song, my next one, my first one is um, I don't know if do you listen to uh, Law Dispute? I don't know. Oh, well, you might now. Yeah, good uh, <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> My song is uh, A Broken Job by Law Dispute. Fabricated fashion by the worst of me. I know I knocked the table over because I watched the jar break and I've been trying to repair it every single stupid day. But won't the cracks still show? Um, they're very. So I'm assuming you like, you know, movements. Yeah. You know, movements. when, when, um, when Pat like goes off on like those, like, it's like spoken word. That's what Law Dispute basically is all the time. Cool. Uh, yeah, so it's really like heavy, heavy lyrics and like, well, I wouldn't even call them lyrics. It's almost like poetry in a way. Yeah. But it's uh, the lyrics are just unbelievable. And um, I'm a really big fan of Law Dispute in this song. So that was it. I love Law Dispute. I've, yeah. Like, I found out about them a long time ago, dude. I'm glad they're on their list because I haven't listened to them probably in a few months. I go in those waves of like, I'll listen to that poetry slam type music and then I'll be sick of it. Like, shut up. I want <laughs> I want to sing. Like, I don't want to hear you complain and just like talk. It, but it's like, I'm not hating on it, but it's just like, just like anything else. Like, I'll listen to hip hop and be like, dude, I'm tired of this fucking same beat and shit. But no, Lottis Butte, fucking really good, really in depth. You can really feel the emotions of what they're saying nice. yeah all right back to you buddy 
Yeah, I'm going to have to check out La Dispute. That sounds dope. Yeah, they're really <laughs> uh, good. What do I got for track two here? Uh, have you guys heard of a band called Sherry Amore? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. So they're, uh, they're label mates with us on Equal Vision. And the first track of theirs I heard was about, I think, three months ago. They put out like their first debut single, mm-hmm. I, I believe. But they just put one out here in September called A Beautiful Mess, A Perfect Disaster. And uh, to me, it's got like big neck deep vibes. Uh, like the, okay. the concept of the video and even just like the overall sound. It's uh, like it's chill, but it's still very, still very much pop punk. Reminds me of neck deep a lot. I'll, I'll play a little clip here. I can definitely Damn. hear the neck deep for sure. That's, yeah, that's spot yeah. on with the comparison there. <laughs> really reminded me of uh, like In Bloom, right? Yes. When in, Bloom, in Bloom came out and all of a sudden it was like, oh, damn, these guys just write really good pop like, yeah. with a bit of a punk edge to it, right? Yeah. And yeah, Sherry yeah, Moore has got that sound on lock. I think they're killing it. Hell yeah, dude. That's a great pick. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's definitely going to have to check them out a little more. Yeah. My turn? Is it yeah. my turn? You're up, Steve. Right. Yep. My, my turn. All right. For my next song, I'm going with uh, Knuckle Puck. And the Ooh. song I'm going with is But Why Would You Care? It's all the same to me. I got my hopes up. I thought I was out of the shadows. But I'm married. Switch me on, turn it. Hey. Oh, yeah. I love his voice, man. Like I know. There's like genuine raw motion, you know? Yeah, it's that graspy, raspy, exactly raw motion. And the lyrics to that song are like incredible. I mean, all their lyrics are really fucking good, but I picked this song specifically for the lyrics and because their older stuff to me always like just grabbed me right away. Cause like that's like when I started listening to them anyways. Um, and then just the opening lyric of these hands are broken and callous, but nobody seems to notice. And you yelled it into permanence. Um, have you ever come to hate the very thing that you helped to create? Because that's how I feel every day. Like, that's some, like, <laughs> Oof. Mm-hmm. especially because that's how I feel every day. And then it's just losing faith in what brings you hope. Woo! Come on now. Like, who hasn't been there? Who doesn't feel that? That's just, like, and like like you said, Tim, just that, like, strong, like, raspy voice. It's almost like that poetry thing that we were talking about before. Like, you can just feel fucking feel it man i love when you can feel how the person is you know uh feeling when they're i love how you can feel what they're saying uh mm. and i mean not that all songs don't do that but there's songs that do it more than others and knuckle puck is just one of those bands that did it really well yeah yeah knuckle puck they uh, every once in a while they veer into that like spoken word thing too i'm mm-hmm. trying to think of the track um can't remember if it was gone or maybe pretense well, yeah, one of those tracks has a little spoken word section that just always, always gets me. Yeah, I think it's pretense. I think you're. Yeah, it's, I think it is pretense. Yeah, it might, might be pretense. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they just break it down in the spoken word thing, and it just oh. it hits, you know. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So you have you listened to Twenty Twenty by Knuckle Puck? I haven't yet. No. Oh. Yeah. You might might be a little disappointed. Yeah. It's it's different, eh? Yeah. Yeah. There's not that that raw like rasp raspy like voice that he has it's it's wicked clean vocals and like it's like he stepped up the um the pitch a little bit too it's not as 
it just didn't sound like Joe, really. I was like, oh. Yeah, it almost seems like it's almost like a natural progression for raspy singers. Like, right? I imagine, I imagine your vocal cords can only handle it for so many years, right? Yeah, yeah. Eventually, you gotta clean it up, or you're gonna fuck up I, your voice. But. I want to know the difference between like, so like that's def. I definitely see that too, because that definitely happens. But like, you have like these scream out, scream out hard bands and shit like that, but they go on for like decades. It's like. How, what's the what is doing the raspy voice how does that affect you long term towards like the screaming towards like the yelling like i would like to know if there was a study out there so if there's any scientists listening which i know there's not i yeah. want you to do that because that would be interesting <laughs> to know the difference on how it affects your voice long term because why is it all these pop punk bands they always seem to like you know like you just said i'm repeating it like change it's like the progression it's weird it's it's not a bad thing i guess sometimes but i don't know yeah, I think like, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm no vocalist. I don't know the science behind it, but I, from what I've heard, just talking to singers, I mean, there's there's like screaming with good technique, and then there's just you know there's putting like a fry or putting a rasp on a regular voice, mm-hmm. and um, like the guys who can scream with really good technique, like I, I'm super lucky to have Luke in my band because that guy can scream every night for two weeks and it doesn't mm-hmm. affect his voice at all. I think he's got like really good screaming technique, but. Uh, to like put a rasp just on a regular note, I think uh, a little a little bit trickier to do, right? Yeah, it must I be. Would say, yeah. Do you know? I don't know. I'm, I'm not a doctor. No, no. But... <laughs> you know what's I... funny is when I get when I get sick, and uh, I'll be like singing, and I have that like raspy voice because my like I have the phlegm in my throat and shit. I literally always tell myself, I'll be like, yeah. I would just record right now. I would sound like the yeah. best pop punk artist ever because I have that <laughs> phlegm caught right up. I'm like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> that... Guys, give yourself a cold before you hit the booth. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we when we had Luke on. Uh, he was telling us he was like, they tell you to like drink honey and like would they not eat cheese and stuff and like oh, not yeah. smoke. And yeah. he's like, I do none of that. He's, he's like, like <laughs> the opposite. Yeah, he's like, I do the exact opposite. Yeah, he'll eat a whole cheese pizza, drink a fago, and <laughs> and uh, you know he enjoys his smokables, <laughs> and then he'll just go scream. And yeah, he's 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 lucky. He's got the good uh, good vocal cords for it. So yeah, he's the nice. man. All right, my next one is uh, by a band called Sundressed, um, mm. and the song is so poetic. But you can't. I uh, I thought it was really cool. Um, it's like when you're in that mindset that like everyone like, you know, when like all your friends are getting married and then like then they're having kids and you're just kind of like, or they're like starting their career and you're just kind of like sitting there like not doing any of that. Oh, yeah. It's it's kind of like in that. That's where it's at. It's like everyone's on a different level than me. I don't I don't think that I am at the I'm at the right party. It's not like I haven't ever been here before. I've been here before. I am ready. It's time to leave it. Spent the whole night chasing a demon out. So it's like that's, I mean, I'm sure everyone's been there before. Yeah. So it definitely was uh, very relatable. How'd you find them? I don't know. I just like I don't know them, but I'm looking. I just like uh, some Spotify playlist that came up on, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. 
That's funny. Someone's comment here is I found them on Spotify and there's that's the top comment. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I found Chief State too. Was Spotify. Sad emo music. Hey, gotta <laughs> love it. Hell yeah. I, I know that feeling you're talking about, Nick. Um, yeah. Like I, I imagine we're all getting to that age where like if you log on to social media, tons of people I grew up with are they're getting their first house and they got three kids and they're getting married and I just got off a tour with my pop punk band, you know? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, I, I wouldn't have it any other way, right? Like I don't want yeah. to come off as a negative about it, but just being a musician, it, it is a different set of priorities. It's a different set of, of goals and it's a different timeline for your life, you know? Right. And I, I think every musician goes through that where, you know, we're busy doing our music thing when people who are the same age, maybe even a little bit younger, they have a few more of like the, the, the typical goals covered. Yep. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like I'd rather be doing what I love than uh, oh, yeah. and prescribing to like these artificial standards, you know? Yeah. But, absolutely. But I'm it, sure. It, yeah. And I'm sure those people would want to be doing what you're doing too. Like, yeah. It's a grass, you know, right? <laughs> the grass is greener thing. Right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's, uh, it's funny, like, speaking of that, like, I know Nick just got married. Yeah. That was, came out of nowhere. Oh, <laughs> that Nick, he's always full of surprises. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He definitely is. But, uh, yeah, because it's like, I'm just, like, starting to get to that point where, like, my career is finally, like, I'm getting to a point where it's like, okay, time to start looking at a house. And then it's, like, time to, like, think about settling down and getting married and, like, having like the kid conversation and it's like it's just weird like sitting there being like i'm fucking 30 and like <laughs> fuck like now i'm do- now i'm being an adult like finally and like all my friends are like dude i've had a house for like five years and i'm like right. yeah well you know what pal <laughs> <laughs> dude i just i just had to take pictures from my buddy he got uh i was in new hampshire and he uh got he proposed to his girlfriend and i stayed at his house for one night on the ki- on uh, the lake house and uh the next day we took pictures, me and my girlfriend took pictures for him for his proposal. And he's 26 years old. And I'm just like, damn, me and my girl have been together for a while. And I'm not proposing to her anytime soon. And it's like, shit, I just did that for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's life though, right? Everyone's yeah. got their own path to make. There's no real timeline, man. It doesn't matter when you do it. Yeah, society's standards, bro. We live in a society. I've <laughs> <laughs> All right, third song for me. Yes, sir. Yes. So, yeah, this is one. It's The song's a couple years old, but I discovered it this month. You guys listen to Knock Loose? Oh, what? yeah. Oh, you listen to Knock Loose? Oh. Yeah. Well, okay, get yes. out of here. Yeah, of course. Uh, so, this this is another track that, that Luke showed me, Mistakes Like Fractures. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. What a yeah. slap. Oh, Dude, yeah. I, I This, this guy's voice, man. It's oh, an, yeah. talking about screaming. Yes. Steve, it's, an, it's like you were saying, it's another one of those voices that like, you can just feel the emotion when he's mm-hmm. singing, right? And uh, I thought the video was super cool, like great concept. Oh, yeah. Uh, they got a really awesome drummer, and I guess I found out he, uh, I don't know if he re- records uh, just organically, like without a click, or whether he performs like that too, but you, as a drummer, you can kind of hear it in his playing that 
it's not like super rigid to a metronome. It's, it's tight and it's in time, mm. but it's just a little bit more organic. Right. Which, which I really like. When and, you uh, say organic, do you mean like, 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 what do you mean by that? Like more free, more like, uh, well, like lots of times on records, if I can, if I can out the drum community here, <laughs> lots, lots of times on records, what you're actually hearing is like quantized drums, right? Like all the notes are put on a grid. So they're perfectly in time, like the okay. same way electronic drums would be. Um, so when I say organic, I mean that the notes are, they're in time, but they're not perfectly on a grid, right? They're not, it's not down to the millisecond in place. And it just gives like a real human feeling to it. Um, Cause yeah, some, if the drums are over processed, it can sound a bit mechanical. Mm -hmm. right? it, it can sound like a drum machine is playing them. But if the drums are a little bit more organic, there's like a natural variance in the timing that makes it sound like a human is playing. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I was trying to like, cause you're a drum. I was like trying to find exactly what you meant by that. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's all good. Yeah. Sometimes drummers, we got these weird terms that we got to <laughs> explain. Well, Canadians <laughs> as well. Canadians as well. Right. That's just a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was curious. Where are you guys from? Boston. Boston, right, right, right. Yeah. I knew you were in the States, just wasn't sure what city. That's cool. Just, just listen to Batch has got the full accent. Yeah. <laughs> nice. A couple of Bostons and a Canadian. I'm surprised anybody can understand us. That's I right. know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Whereabouts in Canada? Are you um, close to Edmonton like the rest of them, or are you further west? I mean, east. I, I, just, I just live in um, just like a, a suburb outside of Edmonton called Shore Park. Okay. It's like the Edmonton metropolitan area it's all it's all super close like our cities aren't that big you can yep. get you can get from one end of the city to the other in 20 30 minutes holy shit jesus yeah. that's but like I'm, the time yeah, it like, takes me to get to the fucking highway yeah right <laughs> I, I remember when we were in the states we all noticed you guys have like these mega sprawling cities yeah you know? mm. because you have you have your cities and then you have your suburbs outside the cities mm. and it's like you can play a show in each of those suburbs. Oh yeah. You know, like, mm -hmm. There's there's half a million people in each of them. Right? Easy. Yeah. yeah we we kind of got, we'll, we'll have like maybe, I think Edmonton has about a million people and then like the suburbs each probably have, I don't know, maybe 50,000, something like yeah. that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. United States, you guys are crazy. Yeah. yeah sprawling cities. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, like, like Boston's got like just Boston itself has, I mean, there's the North End, then there's Southie, then mm -hmm. there's like East Boston, which is like really like way north. It's just cra like up by the airport and stuff. It's like, it's just crazy. Yeah. Um, and the outskirts. Yeah. Then there's like Dorchester and <laughs> all those other places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going on. And you got you where you're in Lynn, yeah, Lynn. Salem. <laughs> oh, God. Forget Lynn. about it. Then the South Shore of the Cape. Oh. We're saying things that no one knows. <laughs> I'm learning those. What good. the fuck does South Shore mean? <laughs> yeah, when when you, we've been talking to Nick about when you guys come out, we're gonna uh, we're gonna hook you guys up. Oh, we're hooking you up. I don't care if you guys only have an hour to spare. We're hooking you up. You like we're Italian food? <laughs> What's that, Nick? You like Italian food? Oh hell yeah! Oh, we have the place for you. Awesome. The North End in Boston is like it's like Little Italy. There's just all sorts of italian stuff you like pastries and stuff mm -hmm. oh yeah yep mike's pastry steve will tell you yeah oh yeah you know, 
I'm just going to assume they're going to serve me like spaghetti on top of a pizza. Serve. <laughs> no, but and you can cannoli. literally get north, the north, the north end. You can literally get a pizza shop next to a cannoli shop next to a, a, a like a panini shop. And then like a spaghetti, you know, a regular Italian restaurant, like no bullshit brick by brick window indoors right there for you. I'll have one of each. You know, one of- <laughs> I went down to the North Shore, uh, the North End once, and I just tried like every pizza on like the downstrips of the streets because there's mad good pizza. I mean, there's a place called Pizzeria Regina, which is like the OG Oof. best, but there's a bunch of other shops I gave my, you know, couple dollars to to try it out. Nice. That's a side note. <laughs> we got really into food there for a bit. Yeah, we yeah. took a little yeah, yeah, did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it my turn? Yeah. yeah. You're up. All right. Okay, so this next one, I don't know if many people know that uh, this artist did this, but there's an album called To the Stars, Demons, uh, Demos, Odds, and Ends. Oh, uh, I know who it is. This is Tom DeLonge. <laughs> this is like his little side project he did uh, by himself. Um, this shit is like really good. It's really acoustic. It's really powerful. It's more of that like low tempo Tom DeLonge Um it's just very, very, very good. Uh, and so the song uh, I p- picked was The Invisible Parade. I got a thing for the edge of a life to come undone. Mother, I'm coming home. Uh, the reason I really like the song is, again, why, why I like this whole uh, album itself is just because of how like slow it is and what it like it kind of makes you think and makes you feel a little bit more like in depth within yourself in the sense of like pain and suffering i guess uh so anyway so this song uh you guys should give it a listen tom wrote this song for his brother who served in the uh, navy special forces in the pursuit of tone documentary i don't know if either one of you have seen that um on it's on tom's music career which is just mind-blowing oh yeah, yeah i told yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's so good um uh, he explained how this song detailed the contrast of standard military homecoming and special forces homecoming, uh, that there's no large celebration or show or gratitude for the special force soldiers uh, because their operations must remain like a secret. Uh, the only people that are there to greet them when they come home is a select number of family members. So this song is based on basically, you know, that feeling and stuff. Um, and the opening wow. lyric is all laid over. This pain will drown out the sun. Mother, I'm coming home but the war has just begun. All the boys will await their rising tide on a pier with a travel gun. I like the adrenaline. It's like a fucking drug. Mother, I'm coming home. Um, Just like super, it's like, it's harsh, but it's also really beautiful, if you know what I'm saying. And the yeah, it's real. It's just so, God, it's so good. It's so fucking good. This came out in 2015. Uh, I've been listening to this album for a while now, like the, within this month, pretty much. I knew I was going to pick a song and this one just fit kind of like what and how I've been going through and what I've been feeling. Uh, not so much like the exact reason he was, but how I diagnosed it. So nice, man. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Tom can't do any wrong, you know? No. Hey, that's, I, that should go on to share it. <laughs> Tom yeah. can't Tom, do any Tom wrong. Tom can do no wrong. Tom can do no wrong. <laughs> Belong. Love it. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, have you guys heard the new Angels and Airwaves? Leave me alone. (laughs) 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 Yes, I did. Not a fan? No, I like it. I actually really like it. It brought me back to 2008. Yeah, I thought it was good. 
Definitely uh, very creative for Tom. I feel like he's going to get way too creative. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. I feel like he's so extra. He's going to start, like, throwing in, like, the weirdest thing, like a goat noise, like some (laughs) weird shit. Like, Tom's just the type of dude. (laughs) Yeah. Tom's just the type of dude to be like, nah, it's got to be different. We did this six times already. (laughs) That's what's kind of cool about him, you know, is he's always, like, pushing his own boundaries. Yeah. Like, like, I remember we probably all really liked Blink because, you know, they had a sound. Mm -hmm. And from Enema to Take Off Your Pants – that was like my classic pop punk sound. Me too. But even like the self-titled, it was like he was pushing boundaries. And then uh, like obviously Angels and Airways was like completely different too. I think that adds to an artist's longevity is like their ability to just reinvent themselves every couple of years, you know? It's hard yeah. to do. So it's hard not to get stuck in like your own sound and your own rut. Yeah. So yeah, like I haven't I haven't always liked everything Tom puts out, but as an artist, it's like hella respect for that guy for being able to switch it up you know it's right crazy. it's crazy yeah. as a kid like a, t- a young teenager i don't know if you guys were the same way but most of my friends were like we grew up listening to these types of bands and we were like yeah if they ever change tone sound or any type of different in their th- <laughs> fuck them they suck hand, yeah they <laughs> sellouts and now that i'm older i'm like i like you just said to him like i appreciate that it actually sounds dope er like <laughs> Yeah. But as a kid, I feel like we were all like, nah, fuck them. They suck now. <laughs> Not understanding like what they were actually going through like as a band and just a human themselves independently. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I hear that, Steve. It's like when you're a teenager, you take it as like a personal attack. It's a yeah. bad <laughs> you're like, what the yeah. hell? I, I like the last album. Why doesn't yeah. it sound exactly like that? <laughs> How and could then, you do this to me? <laughs> yeah. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> I saw a lot of that with, um, with Neck Deep's record. I wasn't a big fan of that, but um, like I saw a lot of people in comments, they were like, why did you do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's my music and I can do whatever the fuck I want, but like, you did yeah. this to me. Did you guys, did you, did you guys yeah. feel like you had any of that um, when, when Luke transitioned over to being the singer and stuff like that? Cause that definitely changed the way you guys, like how you guys made music and the sound definitely changed. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting question. Um, like, I actually joined the band as a drummer as Luke transitioned into singer. Right? Yeah. Like, you guys probably heard the story. Yeah, Luke used to be the he drummer. was the drummer, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, like, personally, I didn't experience any of the, we'll call it, like, transitionary hate, if you will. Yeah. Um, but I think overall, it was really well received. Because, um, like, yeah, the older Captain stuff, it has, like, a distinct sound. And it definitely changed when Luke came in, but I think it was like a, a natural progression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't like take a huge left turn. It kind of just evolved what it already was. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, Cause it's, I'd say you guys are more like a traditional, like pop punk band. Mm-hmm. And then when Luke came in and you came in, it became more of like, you guys are like borderline and on easy core almost. Yeah. We get the, we get the easy core comparison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we all grew up listening to like pop punk led to post hardcore. Yeah. And I think like that's where the sound of the band is now is mm-hmm. uh, trying to bridge that gap, you know, between traditional pop punk and, and the more, uh, more like mid two thousands, late two thousands, post hardcore. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I, I imagine that there were a handful of people who didn't like the sound change, but it's usually like if, if there's one person who doesn't like it, there's three people who did. True. So it's, True. Yeah. 
And like yeah. you always, you want to please everybody, obviously, but it's it's impossible. That's impossible. Right? Yeah. You gotta yeah. just kind of you put out the songs that come naturally to you at the time, and then you hope for the best, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I definitely love the title for the record. Slowly getting better. Just oh, fucking. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh. Now, did does Luke like, like when you come up with an idea for like drums? Does Luke like? help you out with that and stuff like is there like a back and forth because he's a drummer too yeah absolutely what's really cool about having two drummers in the band is um i think like the final drum product is almost a synthesis of what i would play and also what luke would play right yeah luke might have gone through the writing process with you guys him and connor will like they kind of they demo stuff and they write like the song structures the two Mm -hmm. of them and Luke will actually go in and program like MIDI drums, right? And like the next step is they'll send that to me. It'll be basically a full song structure with the MIDI drums. And it's almost like it's my job to go in and like I add a note here, take a note away there, add a fill here, restructure it there. So it's almost like Luke gives me like a blueprint and then I, it's my job to kind of build, build it. it. Right? Yeah. Like he's, he's the architect. And I'm the builder is kind of how I think about it. And like the final drum product ends up being like half his sound, half my sound in something that I don't think I would have written on my own or, (laughs) or he would have written on his own. Right. 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 I'm really, really stoked on the drums on this record because I think it's, it's like two minds are better than one kind of thing. That's so sick. That's so so sick. So you are a doctor. Yes. yes. <laughs> Dr. Drum. Yeah, doctor of drumming. <laughs> doctor Drum. No, not really. No, no. Like, yeah, because I know, like, Tailspin, when it's like that, just like the bass drum and Tailspin, like, in the beginning, when it's just a guitar and then your bass drum, I was, like, when I heard it, I was like, oh, shit, it's yeah. happening. <laughs> it's coming down, yeah. Yeah, I, oh, I love yeah. that intro because it's just, yeah, it's like you said, as soon as you hear that... You know, something even bigger is coming, right? Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait to see that live. That's going to be fucking phenomenal. Hopefully, you guys open with that. I'm not going to tell you how to do your job, but... (laughs) But I'm going to tell you how to do your job. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you, you motherfuckers don't open with it. I'm leaving. Yeah. No Italian food. (laughs) I'm going to get a cannoli. (laughs) I'll throw my cannoli, but I'll just throw the cone. Nothing in filling it. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a, a sneak peek. We uh we are contemplating having that as a set opener. Won't oh, say for sure, yeah. right? You're gonna have to come to the show to find out. But there's a possibility that we might be opening with it. That would be yeah. fuck yeah. yeah. Now, I'm sure you probably can't tell us, but do you have any tour plans? Well, if I told you, they would have to kill me. So <laughs> we can edit it out. <laughs> uh, well, you know, obviously, like COVID threw a big wrench into everything, yeah. and so we're uh. We're doing the best we can to, you know, obviously follow health restrictions, do its best for the band and the people. Um, but you know, we're putting out a new record, and so we're going, we're going to tour it, right? Where we have yeah, to yeah. tour it. That's that's yeah. just part of our our game plan. Um, but yeah, you know, just stay tuned, and there might cool. be something coming down the pike. Nice. Yeah, I, I gave you a very vague answer there. I know. Oh no, cool. no, it's I don't all even good. Have to edit that out because it was nice no, and no. easy, and there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. We're used to that. With, we're used to that with Nick. <laughs> Yeah, bands are the worst. We're like, yeah, we're going to do some stuff very yeah. soon. Yeah. <laughs> Big things coming You'll soon. see. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's cool. Um, 
Now, you guys could technically tour the – could you guys tour the U.S., or is that still, like, up in the air as far as, like, coming down here uh, with, like, well, visas and shit? Yeah, there's there's a few hurdles you got to jump through, right? You got to get visas to tour as a Canadian act down there. Um, yeah. And there's, there's vaccine restrictions. Uh, mm-hmm. But everybody in the band's vaccinated. Visas aren't too much of a problem. So there's, like, a little bit of – what do you call it? Red tape. You got to fill yeah. up some forms and whatnot, but – yeah, we can definitely get down there. Dope. So, so yeah. coming soon, right? To a theater near you. <laughs> can't, say, can't say when, but it's soon. And it's cool. Big. Cool. Yeah. Where are you yeah. going, Batchy? The dog's trying to fucking, the dog busted his way in here. And then, he, then he wanted to get out. Hey, oh. boys, so I don't know if anybody has ever done this on your podcast yet, but I have to really quickly. Oh, my go God. Do you have to go to the. Wash. Yes, me too. Thank God <laughs> you said something. <laughs> all right. No, that is great. Good. No, it's all good. Okay. <laughs> okay, 30 <laughs> second break. Yep. Everybody reconvene in 30. <laughs> <laughs> get down. Get get down right now. You sit down. Sit on his lap. You want to say something, Owen? So we got Owen here on the Empty Space Podcast. Owen, talk to me. Oh, he turned his head. I'll go. I got the culprit for our distractions. His balls are gone. (laughs) (laughs) What a great dog. Oh, boy. Well, I'm so glad you said something because I was I drank like a whole water bottle and half of a bang energy drink. And I'm sitting here like this is a great conversation. But all I can think about. Yeah, see, you get it, man. <laughs> no, I, I know. Yeah, I got, I, sav- I, <laughs> I got a savage caffeine addiction, dude. And, uh, I, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Irritable bladder syndrome, I guess. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Holy so, shit. Sorry. 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 Yeah, you guys call it the washroom. Yeah, Kate, that was the weirdest thing, man. Uh, we'd go into a gas station in the, in the, in the States, yeah. and I'd say, like, hey, where's your washroom? They'd say, <laughs> what? Uh, the, the washroom. And they'd look at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, and then it would, it would click, and I'd be like, oh, right, oh, no. you call them bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think people thought I needed, like, a room to, like – you know, wash, wash, wash your clothes in or something. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> have a bird bath. Yeah. The first time yeah. Nick said that to us, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was, I got to go to the washroom. Like, yeah, I got to go pee. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's the shitter. That's it's, what the we shitter. Call it. it's the, the can. Sh- the shitter. I got to go to the can. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, All right, Batch, you're up, buddy. All right. Uh, my next one is from a band I'm sure you've all heard of, uh, Movements. Oh, yeah. Uh, full Circle. Movements. Yes. Great song. Yes. Just an unbelievable band. song about depression and anxiety. Um, really, really love this song. This album was fu- is like front to back 10 out of 10 just an yeah. unbelievable record um yeah it's a fucking great song fuck you yeah, dude. Dude. I, yeah i i love that album and i love that song so much um i think somewhere on my instagram deep back uh, i did like a piano cover of full circle oh no oh, shit. wow and 
yeah, just like I always tell the boys, there's this thing called the piano test, right? If you if you take the the melody and the harmony from a song and you put it on piano and it sounds great, that's just like the test. That means it's a good song. Right? Oh fuck yeah. It's got good Absolutely. Melody. And so full, every captain full songs. <laughs> yeah, full circle just sounds it sounds like hauntingly beautiful on a piano, you know. Oh, I believe it. I'll have to scroll back and look for it. Yeah, scroll way back. <laughs> it's there it's there somewhere, but Hell yeah. No, I remember it took me like a few listens to get into that record. Like, cause I think we saw them with the story so far. We did. And uh, I only knew like two songs by them at that. Yeah. Point, Cause I always remember movements. I feel like I know them. And then they played, um, Daylily. Daylily. And I was like, yep. Yep. This is the song I know. <laughs> yeah. And like, I never really got into like citizen or like turnover very much, but like, for some reason, movements just like stuck. I was like, I'm going to make this one stick. And like two or three listens in, I was like, okay, I get it now. This band rules. But, Fuck yeah, yeah. Awesome band. Hell yes. All right, Tim, what do you got? Uh, so my fourth one, you guys listen to Youth Fountain? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who listens to Youth <laughs> Fountain? <laughs> Canadian, Canadian punk rock. Love Fucking it. right. Oh, I so, love them. Uh, yeah, Youth Fountain, they put out a song called Scavenger. Unreal. Really such recently. a banger. Yeah, such a banger. Um, and yeah, those guys, are they're from the province over. Like, we're in Alberta. They're in British Columbia. Okay. And... Uh, kind of neat like alberta we're like the texas of yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. British, british columbia is like the like the california of canada they're they're the creative That's mecca so they they just constantly have bands coming out of that province that are incredible right i mm-hmm. think it's something about living that close to the ocean and it always being rainy you know they just they spend <laughs> a lot of time indoors playing their instruments and it, it pays off that's cool um but yeah youth fountain scavenger like Youth Fountain is just crushing it. Like they're awesome dudes. Oh, yeah. We did a couple tours with them. Um, sorry, not a couple, but we did one one good tour with them. And uh, they've just been they've been crushing it for years now. Fuck yeah! I remember talking about him because I found out about Youth Fountain. Yeah, I found out about Youth Fountain. Um, I showed it to Batchy, and then within like the next few weeks or whatever, Batchy found you guys, and then he showed me them. So it's like we <laughs> both got these little hidden gems that we didn't know about and now they have uh, like grown to the top of our list but yeah th- those guys the youth found man t- oh man something else something else and the creativity behind how he does all of like the shit basically mm-hmm. like on his own is insane yeah i think the first track i heard from them was worried yeah yep. same worried. yes <laughs> and dude like that was one of those tracks that just the second it kicked in it got me hyped yeah. Right, that little drum fill, yep. and I was just, I was sold. And yeah. then, uh, like at the end of the track, he's got that breakdown where he's just fucking screaming Letting his blues out. out. Like, I, I instantly went and just found like all their other tracks because I think worried, so. worried came out on Dreambound, mm-hmm. yeah, like, years ago, mm-hmm. before they signed to Pure Noise. Yep. And uh, yeah, just I, I played along to worried on the drums a bunch and just jammed it in my car and. That's just such a good song, and yeah. everything they put out since has been quality. So, yeah, yeah I got I got that new red shirt. I pre-ordered it. Just came in uh, yesterday. 
Nice. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna dude. get that shit tattooed on me. It looks pretty sick. I think it's like, that, yeah. like the hourglass thing. It's fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Dude, we are getting the intros. Uh, we that are getting the captain's crazy. uh the captain's flower tattooed on us some at some point. Oh fucking right. Oh yeah, yeah, boys. Yeah. Fuck, I'm getting fucking it on my rights. hand. <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna get it in the same spot. You gotta get it like as the little in the teardrop spot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right yeah. below your eye. Like post below on it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Yeah, that'll be sick. Or don't. You know, maybe or don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe don't. <laughs> Tomorrow we'll be uh FaceTiming you. Hey, uh, how's it look? Fuck, fuck yeah. boys. Boys, I was kidding. Oh my God. I was joking. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get him a shirt. I fired for my job for this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. All what right. What were you going to say, Steve? Uh, I don't. Oh, I was saying, speaking of intros, that new song, the intro to that new song. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck. That threw me. My head was like all over the place hearing that shit. Mm-hmm. Really good intro. Yeah, you got to have, a, you gotta have a, a strong three second intro, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, TikTok culture, right? You got to hook them fast. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, they're gone. they see you later. Yeah. Nobody's got 10 seconds anymore. <laughs> you got three. That's it. Three, That's five it. talks. Yeah. I think, I think Blooms is probably my favorite intro from them. Like, yeah, and my, probably one of my favorite songs. Like, like it starts off like super like, you're like, oh, this is going to be nice and peaceful. <laughs> nope. Wrong. <laughs> nope. Oh, so yeah, good. Uh, Tyler does, he does contrast really well, right? Just mm-hmm. like, just like you said, Nick, like it'll start off really pretty and slow. And then before you know it, it's just like balls to the wall, but it's good. Like when you listen through like letters to our former selves, like that mm. full length. God. It, uh, oh my goodness. It takes you on an adventure, right? There's, there's quiet, pretty stuff. And then there's just like aggressive, heavy stuff. It's good. Really this is going to sound super depressing, but oh, like God. when it rains, I like to put on that vinyl. And just like sit at the window and stare at the rain. Oh, that's not the. That's like, dude, I get that. I totally <laughs> get that. that. My girl like looks at me and she's like, "Are you good?" <laughs> no. Like you're waiting for your owner to come home. I'm like, I was for a minute, and now I'm just not anymore. <laughs> but yeah, it's that that he's unbelievable. Yeah. All right, so. I'll get into mine. Alrighty, so this right. be, is this my last song? This is number five, eh? That was that was your fourth song. Yes. Oh, I just. So, <laughs> I was about to let you go. I was like, "Damn, he's already go." That's crazy. I was like, wow, we already talked about. Okay. <laughs> no, you're up, Steve. Yeah, I'm yeah. No, you're good. You're good. So my uh, fourth song is uh, one of my favorite bands, going back since I was a teenager, is uh, from a band called Title Fight, and uh, the song is "Head in the Ceiling Fan." This song is like almost the complete opposite for the most part of Title Fight. It's basically instrumental, uh, very few words, instrumental break, chorus, and that's pretty much it. Like two choruses, a verse, and basically all music. Very mellow. Kind of reminds me of Turnover style. Uh, this song is extremely like long compared to like what they normally put out. It's extremely straightforward with the lyrics. Uh, it's very abstract. Um, so I'm just going to read something that I saw here. Uh, so an ex- exclusive stream for spin, Ned Russin did a track by track breakdown of floral green. Um, so 
the he said we've always loved bands like come and this song was definitely supposed to be along those lines they do these things where it's a very slow and the chord changes take a long time but they make it so heavy it's almost hard to wrap your head around shane wrote all the lyrics to the song and the title comes from the first line of the song uh, which is head in the ceiling um it's about thinking too much getting too wrapped up in your own thoughts uh I think that's literally perfect for like mental health awareness for just human beings in general. Uh, who, who doesn't literally think too much. I don't care if like, you're not diagnosed or whatever, like everybody overthinks, everybody freaks out at some point about what they're going through or making a hard decision, whether it's leaving a job or, you know, having a kid, I don't know, but this song is super peaceful. It came on kind of what you were saying back. Like, but in a different way, I was driving home. It was raining. I was sad. This song came on and sad songs make me feel happy. So <laughs> it was like a kid in a warm blanket. Uh, the chorus is head in the ceiling, fan goes rolling and missing like bullets slamming into deer skin. Then it goes to the verse, which is glued my green eyes to your face. I'm blind. Follow footsteps, a bleeding bloodline. Then there's an instrumental break and it goes back into the chorus. That's literally it. But the way he sings it is so calm, so mellow. Um, just a fucking amazing band and amazing song oh yeah man very cool you, you said something super interesting there steve um you know sad songs make me happy yeah right and i think a lot of people can can resonate with that and it's a weird interesting phenomenon it's like if you're sad and you hear a sad song it's almost like you feel acknowledged you feel mm-hmm. maybe even vindicated right mm-hmm. and you definitely it's, it's like just by hearing a sad song, it helps you accept your own sadness. You know, it's like, okay, I'm not the only, I'm not the only one who feels like this. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't feel so lonely. Yeah. It's a cool, cool phenomena. I thought that Absolutely. was interesting. You said that. Oh yeah. 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 That's kind of like how we started this whole podcast. Cause it's like, we like talk about how like pop punks helped us like with our mental health and how it's like saved our lives and everything else. And it's like, I feel like people just call it emo music when they don't like understand it. (laughs) And it's like, until you like are that depressed and you sit there and like a song's actually like stopped you from killing yourself. Like you don't get it and you never will. Like it's just, it's an incredible feeling like to be so lonely and to throw on like a, a captain's record or like a story so far record or a youth fountain record and like be like Tyler feels like I do. Well, like Luke gets it, and like it's just it's just so cool. Hell yeah! Yeah, thank you for saying that, man. Like, yeah, hell yeah! It, it makes it makes me, you know, even makes me happy just knowing that uh, that the music affects people like that, right? That's really cool. yeah, big time, man. Like I know, um, I know you just celebrated one year of sobriety. Yeah, yeah that's fucking cool. Congratulations, man! <laughs> happy birthday. Yeah, I'm uh, two years, so nice. fuck yeah, dude. Um, and I know Deadlocked from Youth Fountain really helped me. Like, if I was, like, having a bad day, I would throw on Deadlocked by Youth Fountain, and I was like, okay, we don't need a beer. We can – we'll be good. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, just, it just helped a lot, so. Yeah, man, like, music has obviously been, like, an integral part of the past year, you know, trying yeah. to – trying to stay sober right like um for me what's really worked is like putting on a punk rock record and just moving however i can like it just mm-hmm. running outside or going to the gym or playing the drums 
I just, I need to be moving to music to feel like the natural, natural energy, natural adrenaline, natural dopamine, you know? Mm, right. And uh, like, I, I can't even imagine getting through the past year without like the handful of records that got me through it, you know? Yeah. I mean, when you're just sitting in the house and like, there's nothing to do, it's like, well, I guess I'll go have like a beer at 12. Like, yeah fuck it <laughs> yeah right i got nothing right. to do tomorrow fuck it like yeah yeah i know it's it's tough man but good i'm proud you, of you dude. that's two years that's impressive yeah. man yeah good for you too it's, it's tough man it never gets easier no <laughs> it doesn't it's like you still get that itch every now and then where it's like oh i could really go for one yeah i hear that man like nick, nick did you notice um i noticed that every time i was coming up on like let's say like a milestone like mm -hmm. if it was three months or six months or one year like that's when a lot of the just negative emotions or even temptations would come back right? yeah i noticed that like now it's kind of like like you said it was three months six months nine months then it was a year and then it was like then it was like a year and a half it was kind of like mm, yeah. year and a half that's pretty good i could have a beer right now like yeah that type of thing and then two years it was like well maybe i should celebrate with a cocktail and then it was like you know luckily my girl's so supportive of it and she's like no let's not maybe maybe don't do that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you yeah. know she's awesome so it's uh it's all like you know it's all upstairs it's all mental and it's all like who you have supporting you around you because mm -hmm. like if you have people around you that are like ah just have one it'll be fine we'll just cut you off at one it's like you're never gonna it's never going to work. So you need people that are going to kind of like give you like that tough love. Yeah. They're going to be like, nah, man, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel really fortunate to, uh, to have the boys and captains because mm -hmm. they were, they were, they were super supportive when I told them what I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, like not once have they been like, Hey, maybe you should just have a beer. Maybe you should, you know, hit this. It's just none of that. Like they're, they're supportive. They, uh, they know what I'm trying to accomplish. And I'm just, I'm super grateful to have him around, you know. Yeah, it's good, that's, man. That's true that's friendship awesome. and support, man. That's awesome to hear too. Yeah, love to hear that, man. Mm -hmm. That's great. And it's it's so funny, like you said. Um, you know, you're coming up to a milestone, and you're like, I, maybe I should celebrate with a beer. <laughs> and you're like, you, you go in your own head, and you're like, that's such backwards ass thing. Just say out loud. That's that's how it goes, man. I remember I was I was joking with my brother. I was coming up to one year, and he was like, so how are you celebrating? Yeah, hookers and blow, you know, maybe. <laughs> but, yep. but no, like it's just that's not the way. It's not the way. <laughs> no, exactly, man. It's it's like how you feel like celebrating. Well, I'll probably have like a cheesecake from the cheesecake factory and that'll be it. I'll be in bed by eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cheesecake hangover. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Alrighty. So it's my my fifth song now, eh? No, I think final. it's I think it's yeah. me. No, Wait, you just know. I did. I apologize. You're I'm right. None of it's my turn next to fuck up. It's okay. I have. <laughs> well, I have one. I no, it is me. You went with. Didn't uh, you just go? No. Oh no, I did just go. Yeah, I thought so because well, I have. Yeah, the, yeah. Steve, you went title fight. So wow, we're it. all fucking. Oh boy, we're yeah, we we're pretty. We stuck it counting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, batch. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> um, Tim, do you listen to Belmont? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I know Steve listens to Belmont. Um. So my fourth song is uh, Old Wounds by Belmont. 
Uh, I think this is like probably, I think this is their best song. I absolutely fucking like, I love this song so much. Um, this was actually the first Belmont song I heard. And I was like blown away by it. Cause at first I was like, well, this is a little soft, but like I'll listen to it all the way through. And then the ending of this song is just absolutely mind blowing. Um, Mm-hmm. When he, when Taz screams, um, I wish that I could tell you what I believe. I wish that I could tell you I hate every breath I breathe. I just wish that I could be the same. I just wish that I could be. And it's like the way he just like screams that, it's like, I was like in tears when I heard it the first time. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> he gets it. He understands. For me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you for writing this for me specifically and no one else. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's that's cool, it's cool how a song can do that, right? Like they yeah. can feel really it can feel personal. Yeah. Cool. It is. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, Bel- Belmont's incredible, man. Their their mm-hmm. drummer, uh, Brian Lada, I think is his name. Like he's he's changing the game for drums. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, he's a he's an incredible player. And he writes just really interesting parts. I remember uh, I was trying to transcribe, like I was trying to notate one of their tracks and I had to go find videos of him playing it live on YouTube just to like understand what he was playing. Cause it's wow. really like really unique phrases and really unique parts. So I had to like listen to the track, watch the video, listen, watch, and just like figure out the sticking and figure out the notes and stuff. Crazy good drummer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Their okay. breakdowns are like next oh, level. Something else. <laughs> They're another one that's like, they're on that easy core, post hardcore, pop punk line too. Mm-hmm. Post easy core. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many like, there's so many like sub genres and genres that I'm like, well, just call it what it like, you know, there, to me it's like there's punk, pop punk, easy core, hardcore, and pop music and then everything else and that's it. Like. There's no, like, I don't know, some, like, one of my buddies is in, like, heavy into music and stuff, and he's like, well, they're actually, like, opposed to easy pop punk pop music. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can get caught up in, like, the, it's it's post-pre, post-posy, easy-pre, <laughs> post-hardcore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it just, like... it, it just expands too much, right? It's, yeah, yeah it, it, it's, I, I, I like how you know, you can kind of pick out parts of the band and like you can kind of assign labels to them, but sometimes it's easier just to use like the big umbrellas, you know, like pop punk covers a lot of ground, right? Yeah, it does. And um, like I, I've been asked before, like how I would describe like captains and I sometimes I just say like the warp Tour scene, you know, or yeah. alternative, alternative music. That's good. Yeah. Because that gives them that like uh, wide range of like, styles in in one genre kind of yeah yeah so you guys finally got some radio play huh yeah we just got played on the bear which is like a, a rock station up in edmonton Fuck nice um, at edmonton's pretty cool we got a good good handful of stations like there's there's diverse stuff so we've had previous play on what's what's basically just like a modern pop station mm-hmm. and they they do like local features and you can call in and requests so we've gotten some good play there. But yeah, we just got our foot in the door with like the 
the Rock Station. Oh, that's uh, awesome. And they they play this station. It strays away from like indie, and it it really does focus more on like rock. Mm-hmm. So it's it's cool to get on there. Yeah, like you'll hear the Foo Fighters, and then Captains, and then Metallica. Right. Oh, so that's it's awesome. All like yeah, full bands with real instruments, and uh, yeah, just a good good station to be on. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's nice to get some some play from really prominent stations, and we're hoping that will you know proliferate into more. You know, once you get your foot in the door, it's a bit easier to pitch to other stations, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, because I know Nick was talking about you guys having some trouble with that, where they were like, well, you're too heavy for the pop stations, but you're not heavy enough for this station, and you're not really this. Yeah. And it was like, well, just play us, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, just just do it. Like we're, it. Do, we're here with a bag of money. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> we, got a, we got a sack with a dollar sign on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like sometimes we run into that that problem where, just like you said, Batch, it's you know too heavy for this, but not heavy enough for this, and you know you just experiment, and if you pitch to enough stations, you'll find one that oh yeah cater caters to your sound wherever it may be. Right? Yeah. Well, you guys do have a lot in common with the Foo Fighters. You have two drummers, so there's that. <laughs> That's always cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now. It's finally time for your fifth. All right. Here we go. <laughs> so I'm going to do a little uh, shameless self-promotion here. Have you guys heard Wasted by calling well, all captains? Who? Hold on who? a second. <laughs> Hit the break what? stop sign. What? <laughs> yes, I'm, you guys I'm dropped a new there. song? Yeah, throwing that in there as my fifth one. We just put it oh. out September 22nd. It was like last week. Yeah. The song is last called Wednesday. Hey, I'll, oof, what a fucking banger! Like, absolutely. All right. I texted Nick and I was like, "Do you guys ever like not put out bangers, or like, <laughs> can you put out one shitty song that I can criticize?" Or no. Oh, <laughs> Don't do it. We're, we're ruthless. I, what I thought was uh, really serendipitous is, you know, the hook of the song is, "You know, I'm tired of getting wasted," mm-hmm. and we put out the track like the day of my one year sobriety anniversary. Yo, that was so, that was so cool. That is yeah. Really and cool. like that, that honestly, it wasn't even planned. Like we, we just worked with the label on a release schedule that worked and it just happened to line up with that date for me. So, oh, man. yeah, I, th- I thought it was super serendipitous and it was like a nice vindication that the year was worth it. Right. To stick it out. Fuck yeah. And then to get that song out there with that kind of message was, I mean, it was cool for everybody. Yeah, it was, it was super cool for me. I think. Yeah, it's definitely cool when like something like that happens when you're like, because you know it's all it. The struggle never stops. Like when you're addicted to something, it just doesn't ever go away. Um, and to have something like that be like, all right, this was worth it. Like, yeah. I know that's such a cool feeling. So I'm glad you got to experience that, man. That's yeah, fucking man. sick. Thanks, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I appreciate the love on the track. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. What was that, Steve? I said I'm proud of you, dude. That's fucking insane. And like to be able to have that personal feel, dude. Like, like you said, like yeah, it's it's awesome for everybody. But like on a personal level, which like you know, life is about yourself too. Like we can be, we have to like take care of ourselves too. Like that's like really cool. Like like you said, like it's almost like like whatever you want to call it, God, the universe, like energy, like 
it was like, Hey man, it was all worth it. This is it. This was like yeah. meant to happen the way it's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, everything just lined up. Right? Yeah. Really cool. I'm a big believer of like everything happens for a reason. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know if I believe in like God or like a higher power or anything like that, but like, I definitely feel like the universe does things on purpose like to either test you or to, you know, help you later on down the line. Like, cause for a while I worked for the post office for a while, crashed the truck, blew my knee apart and then got fired from there. And I was like, well, fuck the world. This is it. Like my life's over now. Like two years later I got into the electrical union and I'm like, wow. That was like my eye opening. Like everything happens for a reason type of, type of thing so like everything good or bad that happens in my life i'm like well we'll see what happens because life's full of ups and downs absolutely yeah and like nick that's a it's a crazy story right because it you know it kind of took two years for you for everything to come full circle right yeah and so yeah like when 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 negative shit happens it's really hard to make sense of it um especially in the short term Mm -hmm. but just like you said everything happening for a reason like usually in the long run, like something will happen that makes the past make sense. Right? Yeah. Or at least give some meaning to something negative that happened in the past. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how I looked at like getting sober and stuff. I was like, you know, things are not going to get better where they're at right now. I need to, now it's time for me to take it in my own hands to get better and do it myself. Yeah. So and, you know, I've had moments, too, where I've, like, sat there and been like, so it was all worth it. Okay. Like, like you've had. So. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, Stevie. Turn. Are you ready? Yeah. Number five. Number five. So this one. Um, all right. <laughs> I just, all right. So for my last, um, what is this called? Top <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> top five bangers, or whatever the hell. For my last banger, um, I'm going with a band called Hotel Books, and uh, the song is called Car Crash. Yeah, Car Crash. I was afraid to change, but I was afraid of not changing. Then a quick flood of blood infecting my brain. Dashboard, you dashboard, blank slate. My narrow lens no longer mattered, no longer weighed in, and neither did your fear or your insecurities or your smile. Because in three seconds, fate circumvented a concrete divide. Um, awesome song. So I'm going to get a little uh, emotional here for a second. Um, oh, he's going to cry. Time to laugh at him. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> See? And it makes me smile and laugh. <laughs> um, no, this song... Um, <coughs> I recently lost my stepfather and my um, uh, stepsister and uh, this due to a motorcycle accident. And uh, this has really fucked up my whole family and it's really fucked up my brain. Um, And this song has given me some, you know, uh, strength and, you know, it's given me, um, I guess I'll repeat it again. Strength to cry and make me feel like it's okay. But it's also giving me a, um, a fucked up feeling. I don't, I'll try to explain this the best my brain can. So this song also gave me a feeling where it's like, I could visually see what happened in the accident. Um, almost like I was there and almost like 
I got to witness and be a part of the death in a fucked up but good feeling way. I don't know how to, I don't really know how to gauge what my brain's telling me right now, but like in this song, it's obvious about somebody dying. Uh, the title is Car Crash. Um, he dis- depicts this very, very good. Um, his his words in um, hotel books is, is very. It's all poet poetic. It's very much like law dispute. Um, you know, screaming emotions, rawness. His his vocabulary is uh, some of it. I don't even know the words he's saying. It's insane. Um, it's just really, really, really well done. And uh, going back to what I was saying about like visualizing it and being there about the accident. It's uh, one part. He says uh, a quick flood of blood infected my brain. And then he screams, dashboard you, dashboard blank slate. My narrow lens no longer mattered, no longer weighed in. And neither did you fear your insecurities or your smile. That moment, three seconds of uncertainty, fate circumvented the concrete dividers, followed by six seconds of nervous prayer, nervous cursing, nervous something just as poisonous as the snake it came from. The oppression presented in my lies, those godforsaken lies living me even more. Um, and then it follows up with this part gets me every time it's a uh, seven seconds of promising myself, promising myself that if I survived, I would stop bargaining. I would start pushing off effort in exchange for more time. I would stop neglecting civil, spiritual and personal duties or promise one or other. They seemed unlikely at that point. And then he goes on to say basically that he's knows he's lying to myself, lying to God, and he's lying to you. So to paraphrase all that and just sum up kind of what this did for me, I know I'm rambling here. Uh, this, um, it kind of, you know, I kind of felt like I put myself in his, in her position where it's fucked. Like they were laying there just like dead. And like, they were just like thinking of like what they were going through. And it's like, it brings me up now, man. It fucks me up. And, like, I don't know how, you know, you talk about fate and, like, everything happens for a reason. I think right now, I think, like, I don't fucking believe that. Because, you know, why would they take a 19-year-old and a 58-year-old? <sighs> Sorry. Mm. No, dude. It's all good, man. You gotta let it out. I just don't understand sometimes, like... You know, enough is enough. You know, my family's been through enough. And like, you know, this guy was so close to my mother. And this is what music does, man. This is like, this is how powerful it is. And like, it's just really hard Mm -hmm. to explain it. And um, this is why I picked this song as my number one. Because it it does this for me. And I need this because I can't do it on my own. And sometimes I just feel like I have to always be strong and you know, between my grandmother, like, not doing well, and my mother just lost her sister, and she lost her ex-boyfriend, my father left, like, this is just, like, something my family didn't need, and something more, more than that my mother didn't really need, and uh, I love this song, because, uh, it talks about those things, and, you know, it describes it, and it's the things kind of subconsciously that my brain thinks when I'm alone, and the fucked up thoughts of, like, imaging everything, and I think that, um, I think everyone thinks about these things and sometimes you know it's it's easier for other people maybe to you know cry and be upset but i always feel like being the man of the house i have to keep it in and just be the goofy son goofy 
brother and um i guess i can listen to this and cry and, and be you know be sad and it can push me to be stronger for my family as i'm coming back here a little bit um i just think um it's crazy and um at the beginning of this i think you guys should listen to this song live uh there's one place he did it and he does like a three-minute speech about um suicide and mental health and losing somebody and he says love is more powerful than death and uh that's the biggest thing i took from his speech and uh i'm gonna share that song with my mother at some point and um Mm. i'm just gonna stop from there because i don't want to keep doing this but uh i uh i love the song this is my number one and uh yeah that's uh that's it hotel books (laughs) uh car crash listen to it it'll make you cry like i just did Thank you for sharing that, Steve. And for me and Batch both, I'm so sorry to hear you're going through that. That's heavy. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's tough. Fucking. Bring you you guys down. (laughs) It just started coming and I started visualizing things. And uh, it's all good, dude. uh, It's good to get it out. Only four weeks ago, you know? So it's uh, it's tough. You know, man, I, I think it took a lot of strength to share that, you know, and to be open about it. So I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks. I was like, <laughs> thank you. I was like, it's funny. I picked the song and I was like, I'll be good. I'll be fucking, this is awesome. I'll explain it perfectly. I'll get through it. And then uh, I was, uh, it was meant to, I was meant to cry. So it's good. It's all good. See? <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being there to listen, you know? Yeah, man. Anytime, dude. You know, that, uh, that's been in for a while. Yeah, that's not that, the- uh, <laughs> No, so that's nothing, dude. I know it hasn't come um, out yet, so it's gonna be fun. That's for sure. And uh, I'm proud of you, buddy, because that, like, you know, like Tim said, that takes a lot yeah. to come out and say that. And uh, I love you, man. Love you too, bud. And uh, proud of you. That's that's huge, dude. Yeah, I'm glad that song is helping you. Oh yeah, for sure. It for sure is, man. Uh. <sighs> You could have just like let me go, and then you could have gone last because now I have to follow <laughs> that up. Uh, also, Tim's on for the first time. He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome, Tim. This is what we do. <laughs> man, no, like you said, you got to get it out. You got to get it out, man. Yeah. It's better out than in, you know? Yeah. When it's, you know, fucks with you more if it's in there, man. So. And honestly, Steve, like, I appreciate the realness. Like, yeah. I really do. Like everybody, everybody's got something in their life that breaks them down, makes them cry. Like I've, I've been there, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's comforting to know I'm here hanging with two other human beings, you know? Yeah. Not just, uh, like none of us are robots. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. So wouldn't want to be either. Yeah. You know? I appreciate it. Yeah. No, it's, that's like, that's what we do. Like, I just, I don't know. I feel like that's what makes us us you know is just being real and like just having a conversation there's no like like we have our top five bangers but there's not like a structure where it's like let's talk like this and oh how are you let's do this like it's just like yo if you want to talk about cannolis in boston or you know how your favorite drummers or i guess cry and stuff like that's i don't know i think that's like what makes us us you know and that's that's what makes humans humans where that's we're all just you know we're all just here trying to learn and live and and be as happy as we possibly can. And, you know, you probably helped like two or three people with that, man. You don't know yeah. that, you know, sure. there could be someone else who's listening and they're like, Hey, 
the same thing just happened to me. Let me go listen to that so I can cope with it and deal with it. So yeah, that's fucking huge, dude. It's it's crazy because like, as I'm thinking right now, um, it's like yeah. So like other people, like I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like yeah, I I know other people are go. Our brains are like all right. Other people are going through this. They're going through worse, and it's like sometimes our brains tell us like what we're going through isn't enough. Like th- like you always like I for me I'll speak for me. I'll be like, okay, this just happened to me. I can't be sad about it because other people, you know, lost their whole family or like their dad committed suicide or like their mother is, you know, a prostitute. And like, I can always think of worse things. And so that makes me feel like I can't, my feelings don't matter, which is the complete opposite of like, what's real. Like your feelings matter. You're a person, but like, it's weird how our brains can like tell us otherwise. And that's something that I, I constantly do and hold in i mean like i said it's it's been about a month now and like i mean i cried initially i cried like that week a few times but like it still hasn't come out and then like this is the first time in weeks that it's like come out a little bit but it's like it's weird that like we try to convince ourselves that like it's not good enough reason for you know us to you know have those feelings and emotions where maybe it is like the you know the way we were brought up or the whole man thing like i don't know i'm rambling here but you know what i'm saying no man, it's all good. You're you're getting it out. You know, this is the most you've talked about it since it happened. And yeah. like we've talked on the phone and we've everything else hung out and shit and yeah. I mean, it's good. It's good to hear you get it out, man. And I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. So you don't have to apologize for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No no apology necessary. Yeah. At all. So all right, Batchy, go, man. Hit us with right. uh hit <laughs> hit us, follow it up. Uh I decided to go with hotel books. Uh, sometimes I feel like nothing. Oof. Cause you were nothing than a choice I had to choose. A tool I had to use. My favorite drug and my favorite excuse. Um, yeah. Um, Tim, do you listen to hotel books or have you heard of hotel books? I haven't. So far, oh, but after okay. this combo, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna dig in, man. I'm gonna yeah, dig they, in. Uh, they're they're a lot of like lot of dispute. They're like spoken word, but it's like this is probably some of the heaviest shit I think I've ever heard. Besides, like, you know, it's almost like if Tyler, if Youth Fountain and Law Dispute had a baby, it would be <laughs> hotel books. Like that's that's what we're dealing with. Um, you know, I've been kind of like going through some shit, like. You know, I'm about to get my license to be a licensed electrician. And it's like, I feel like I'm not even close to ready for that. And like that responsibility and shit. So like, you know, my brain's just kind of like fucking with me. And I've been listening to hotel books to kind of like not feel so like alone in the whole thing. And what the hell are you doing? (laughs) The two of you. No, we're not going to attack him now. Get out. <laughs> out. Where are you? Dog just wants to be on a podcast. <laughs> he does. This is the other one. Catch's dogs right. have entered the room, both of them, yeah. if you this don't know what's going one. on. <laughs> All right, bark into the microphone. Right? Bark. Just some heavy <laughs> screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need a new lock, bud. But anyhow, we'll edit that out. Um, <laughs> Fix it in I? post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah like i've been kind of like in my own head about all that like you know it's just tough because there's a lot that goes into it and like i don't know i'm just like the past like month because it's becoming real now so it's like oh shit like i feel like i don't know enough i feel like i don't know anything like i'm not gonna be any good at this this is a waste of five years trying to get this thing Mm. that whole type of thing so hotel books has kind of like been getting me through it and uh some of the lyrics that like i took from it was um and i don't want to lose you but sometimes i forget when my prayers feel like they're just cigarettes they'll take the headache away then they'll turn to ash and they bring me back to life every time i find a new light but then they bring up my past and i fall further and further and further until i'm afraid to get back up because i don't want to fall again like just the way that he says that is like i was like oh my god he's he's wrote this for me this was again? for me like <laughs> again but it's like just going through like that whole struggle of like being in my own head about it like i know that i'm gonna be like deep down i'm like i'm gonna be fine i'll figure it out it's it's all good like but it's just like that constant like anxiety that's just been like weighing on me for like a month now as it's like getting closer and closer and becoming more real it's like just getting worse and worse and worse so this song has really like it's been on repeat for a while now so fuck yeah yeah nick would you kind of describe it like sometimes i get uh imposter syndrome right yes or yeah it's like like you know you know you've worked for something you know you've built up the knowledge but it's just sometimes you just you don't really believe in yourself yes that's exactly it yeah Yeah. i get i get that too man I, i feel that when you said it yeah it's like you know you could study for for weeks for a test and then you sit down to take it and it's like your mind just goes completely blank and like you forget everything that you learned or thought you know what i mean and then you're like well fuck me yeah so that's kind of that's kind of like how it's been going and like i was doing a side job with a guy and uh we were putting a panel in and like he was like all right go ahead wire it up and he's like i'm gonna do the outside stuff and i was like sat there looked at the wires knew what was going on and then i just was like <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> like just completely blanked and then once that happens and the anxiety starts a little bit it's all over like mm-hmm. i'm like this was a mistake like i never should have done this like i'm never going to be any good at this and that's when all those all that starts kicking in and then once that happens i'm like i might as well just go home now because it's never going to come back yeah sometimes it's like a runaway freight train right yeah yeah so once the train starts rolling man that's it yeah <laughs> it's hard to reel the thoughts back in once they get spinning you know? mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely man yeah. so yeah that was my last one so we did it wow we made it <laughs> sweating buckets bangers yeah hell yeah man some uh some some self-promotion loved yes. it yes yes shameless self-promotion yes. yeah because we were gonna do it we were gonna do it anyways yeah so, <laughs> i mean hey man uh let everyone know where they can stream everything where they can buy things give all the promotion you can right now man let everybody know yeah so the new calling all captains album it's called slowly getting better that will be out october 29th uh you can find 
merch and you can find pre-orders at equalvision.shop or you can also pre-order through New Damage Records. Uh, as far as streaming, we are everywhere. So Spotify, Amazon, Tidal, even Napster, pretty sure. Oh, wow. uh, if, you, if you find Calling All Captains on Instagram, we have a link tree in our bio that will direct you to streaming, pre-orders, merch, everything like that. It's all in the little link tree. And uh, yeah, we're just really stoked to get this full-length album out. And we'll be touring in a city near you very soon. Hey. Hell yeah. Well, yeah. thank you, man, for yeah. coming on. This was fucking awesome. Thanks. Uh, thank you, boy, for having me. Hell yeah, we'll have to do it again soon. We'll have to get you all on to break the album down and do a big, huge, like, virtual release party. Right? Yeah, that'd be cool, man. Yeah, I, I always have a lot of fun doing, like, the when we can get the whole band together and do, like, online interview stuff. It's super fun. So I'm in Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well, we're, uh, we're super proud of you, boys. Um, Absolutely. You know, you know, we'll support you till the day we die. So fucking love it. Keep up the good work. Music's Thank fucking so much, killer. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Absolutely. And you know, I'm, I'm really glad today we got to have some laughs. We had a cry. We took a piss break. We did it all. <laughs> we did Hell it yeah, all. man. You know, and it's, it's good, man. I, I, I love how you guys, you know, cover the full range of emotions and feelings. It's a good thing. Right? That's, yeah. that's what music's all about, right? Yep. You can't yep. just write one song with one emotion. You got to... You got to cover the whole gamut, right? So. Yes, Hell yeah, man. You nailed it. Wonderful way to put it. Um, thank you. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your freaking night here and weekend and everything else that you got planned ahead. Yeah. Same to you, lads. Oh, right. yeah. Go Oilers. Boilers. <laughs> Wear the hat. Hey, oh, hell yeah. blackout. <laughs> the boys make fun of me because, like, I'm not even a big sports fan, but I just, I don't know, I have some of the merchandise. So whenever I show up at, if I show up at Jam and I've got an Oilers hoodie and an Oilers hat, they'll be like, Goilers! Goilers! <laughs> That's so sick. Fuck yeah. I'll start cheering for the Bruins now, though. I'm a oh, Boston guy. Wow. Oh, wow. Those words from a Canadian fella. Been converted. Isn't your dad, a, um, isn't he a Habs fan? Uh, I got a buddy who, him and his family, they're all super Habs fans, but. Oh, okay. But we, we don't talk, we don't like him. We don't talk to him. So no, sorry to hear that. (laughs) He's a good guy. He's just, he's just wrong about liking. Yeah. He's just wrong about his hockey team. That's what I mean. And you could be wrong. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks again. Really appreciate it. This was awesome. Uh, we'll have to do it again real soon for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you boys very much. Love you. Right, Hell yeah, love you too, buddy. buddy. Take it easy, all right? All right, boys. Have a good all one. Right. You too. Bye-bye. First off, awesome interview. Yeah, wow. that was great. That was cool. That He's was the awesome. man. He is. Yeah, that was fun. Him up a little bit and cooking. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um, second off, Super proud of you, buddy. Thanks, man. Um, I know that took a lot to I do. Did not feel it coming until <laughs> so I started reading. And uh, I, started I knew reading. when you said, because I've been listening to Hotel Books. Yeah. <clears throat> so when you said it, because I listened to that song. Yeah. And when you said Hotel Books, I was like, oh, no, not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't be that one. <laughs> I was like, oh, dear God, no. I specifically like didn't like mention it to you because I was like, I don't know if he knows about it. I don't know if like... <laughs> So I was like, I'm not going to mention it to him because I don't want this 
to like <laughs> ruin his day if he's having a good day. So yeah, yeah, right. Um. So, but yeah, man, like, you know, I, I can't imagine what you're going through, or like what your family's going through, man. But you know, I'm here for every single one of you, dude. Whatever it is, no matter what, no matter when, I don't give a fuck. Like, you need something, Leisha needs something, fucking your mother needs something, whatever it is, dude. Um, I'm always here, and uh, I love you guys. Love you too, buddy. Um, yeah, it was good to hear you get that out because I know that's been that's been stuck in there for a long time, dude. Yeah, and I know you get it out on your own by yourself, but. You know, I'm always here to talk, man. I know you know that, and but I just have to tell you that because, know. you know, you say it to me all the time, and you know, I'd be saying the same thing as you right now. Yeah, I know, but yeah, man, I just, I, I just, you know, so sorry for everything, dude, and you know, it never gets, never gets better, man. It just gets easier. Yeah, you know that. True. It blows. So hopefully, you know, your mom kind of bounces back a little bit and you can uh, start to heal yourself. It's good to get that, get that out, though. Yeah. For, like, your own healing purposes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, As opposed to, you know, just I, I know how it is, man. You keep it all in and you don't want to don't want to let it out, but it's good to get it out. Definitely is. And it's healthy, man. Well, I know we'll be talking in Disney, so we'll have one of those late night talks. I'm sure. Oh yeah, for sure. With uh, on it. I was like, you know what? Probably gonna just do this in Disney. <laughs> with uh, with some water. Yes. Because we're but we're both also sober, so yes. can't sit there with a six pack and be like, no, no, thank you. Oof! Then the emotions would really be flying. <laughs> Holy! I don't know, shit. dude. I might get frisky. No, that's what I mean. All sorts of emotions. Oh, that's it's just true. A complete oh, hurricane. Pretty emotions. good, Batch. I need to release some energy. <laughs> Your girlfriend's in the other room, Steve. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're Get right, off dude. me. Get off me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah. All right. We want to mention some shit before we head out of here. I know we got a couple new releases. Uh, maybe we can break them down next time, but... Um, Hell yes. Um, um, I'll just start with the new Angels and Airwaves album. That's not a killer. single. But absolute crazy good album. Go check it out. Yep, yep. It's fucking very creative, very different. Mm -hmm. um, I know uh, Can't Swim mm -hmm. came out with a new one that was absolutely fucking incredible. This is the second single that they've released off their new record. Uh, the song is called To Heal All, You Have to Feel It All. Oh, Oof. oh yeah! Oh boy, yes you do. Fucking like yeah. I just said, like I just said to you, literally, basically this, and not so many words. <laughs> oh, I just spit all. on my fucking computer. You have to feel all. Uh, Mayday Parade came out with a new one <gasps> as well. Ooh, yes, yes. Sing it, say it. I want to know. One for the rocks and one for the scary. Decent little ditty. Let me go. I haven't listened to that one, but I'll give it a good go. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, 
Who else? Oh, um, that youth fountain people. That guy. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Those guys. Youth fountain. Uh, came out with. <laughs> Excuse me. An absolute fucking. Hey, how are you? Uh, punching the teeth with Scavenger mm. and announced their new record, Ooh. which is going to be fucking crazy. Um, yeah, this song, if you don't listen to anything we tell you, listen to these next two. Mm-hmm. Youth Fountain, Scavenger. That is Scavenger by Youth Fountain. K. 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 Next. I know you heard us talk about it for like an hour, but we're going to plug it for them anyway. Calling all captains. Wasted. Crazy. Tell Those are the lads. Those are the lads. Those and are when, the lads. when is the album dropping, Batchy? October 29th. Let's fucking send it. Also, Youth Fountain's come, newer record comes out October 5th. Oof. No, November 5th. Sorry. <gasps> the day I leave for Florida. We're going to have a fucking time listening oh, to music dude. in fucking Disney. Yeah, we are. Yeah, Mickey we are. Mouse is not prepared. Nah, Mickey Mouse ain't ready. He's a little bitch. Yeah, pussy. Fuck him up. Mousetrap his ass. Yeah. I'm going to call a band named Put Mousetrap. Put him asleep, bitch. Rock fucking his jaw. Poison. Whoa. All right. Well. Fuck, I'm, man. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> Get a little emotional there, uh, but it's a good thing. Proud of you, Stevie. Love you, man. Love you too, buddy. So thank you again to Tim. Thank you, Tim. On. Yeah, that was fun, man. Um, yeah, next week we will have a big one for you. I know we just did Dookie. Hope you all enjoyed Dookie. Next week is Anima of the State. That's right. Unless we get an interview, and then we're liars, but we don't care. <laughs> but unless something comes up, which yep. we do have some stuff on the stove, some stuff cooking. We have a couple new guys might be coming on. We have some reoccurring guests as well. Yes, sir. Got some stuff planned. So we're just nailing down some details for you. So, yeah, that's all we got, really. Um, So, yeah, hope you enjoyed our top five bangers. Uh, Keep listening, sharing, subscribe, follow, like, follow us on Instagram, at Empty Space Podcast. We're on Facebook, at Empty Space Podcast. Um, Yeah, that's that's about it. That's about it. Uh, what are we going out with this week, Stephen? Um, no, go out with captains wasted. Let's do it. Yep. Here's so we're gonna call. What thing? Who? Call all captains wasted. Send it. Let's go. Have a good week, everyone. Bye.